It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Boone. And today on the program, we've got an MLB trade deadline special. My guest today, my former general manager with the Cincinnati Reds, he actually traded me. I currently host Inside Pitch on MLB Network Radio and is a columnist for The Athletic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jim Bowden to the program. Jimmy, thanks for coming on. How come you don't remember that I traded for you? Like, I dealt Dan Wilson to Seattle to get you, and all you remember is me trading you for Denny Nagel? It's better what is TV. that? Jim, you know, it's better TV. It's a better it's a better uh, storyline. We Because that brings mom into the equation. Dad, how dad said it's a good trade. Mom's yelling at you. Yeah. Well, first of I all, do leave your that dad wanted out. to make the trade. We needed a starting pitcher. So he's my assistant supporting me trading his own son. And then your mom wouldn't talk to me for a year. So there was a lot of drama. But I like to remember when I traded for you. And we had you and Aaron in the same infield with Barry Larkin. I mean, how cool was that? Do you remember when you traded me what my reaction was? Because I remember what my reaction was. You were glad you got to go to the Atlanta Braves. I was. You had a chance to win. People in this day and age, they, they take things as, oh, how could you trade them? How could you not? I looked at it at that point in my career. I was coming off a pretty good year, and I thought, this is business. And I looked across the table who I was traded for at the time, Denny Nagel. If he was anywhere but Atlanta, he was a number one anywhere else in the league. And I'm, I'm thinking, I don't feel bad. Every Oh, how do you feel about being traded? I said, I just got traded for a number one, an ace of a staff. I said that I look at it as a compliment, not a negative. You're right. I got to go to Atlanta. I got to go to my first World Series. I only was there for a year, but uh, that was a part of it. That was a part of my journey, and and we laugh about Jimmy trading me and playing that game and mom being upset, but in the end, it was good business, and just like it was when you traded for me. I never took a personal in Seattle uh, when, when they traded me to the Cincinnati Reds. I said, I looked at it as the Cincinnati Reds really wanted me. They gave up a, a, a guy who ended up being the next decade catcher for the Seattle Mariners, David Valley was getting ready to, to move on and, and they needed a young stud. Danny Wilson was number one pick and ended up being their anchor for a lot of years. I got reunited with Danny in, in 2001 and uh, 
we played on some pretty good teams together in those early 2000s. But yeah, I love opening it with that. My mom wouldn't have it any other way. But in the end, it was it was good business, and and I enjoyed my time uh, at all the places I stopped. Uh, Cincinnati being my my kind of my second favorite. And I don't know if it's my second favorite, but it's it probably happened in the 90s. 2000s more fresh. I had my big years in Seattle, but Cincinnati was a definitely a, a huge part of my career and my developing stage, actually. All right. Let's get to it. Shoei Otani. Of course, we got to open the show with that. Um, how'd we get here? What's Perry thinking? Um, at this point in the season, we're five days, we're five five days going to be four days away from that trading deadline and he's the top he's he's the guy he's grabbing the headlines right now I personally have my feelings I don't think he's going to be traded what does Jim Bowden say well he's not going to be traded I mean in fact they've actually completely taken him off the trade market and this is one of the biggest mistakes one of the biggest blunders in Los Angeles Angels history Brett Uh, Because the reality is, this is not a playoff team. Now, last night, they traded for Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox. They traded two of their top five prospects to get Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez. And both of these guys are free agents at the end of the year. So they're rentals. Two of your top five prospects. Now, let's be realistic. Since Shohei Otani arrived in Los Angeles in 2018, the Angels have never played 500 ball. They've been below 500 ball every year. And you'll see in October... This year will not be any exception. Now, they've had a pretty easy schedule because they ended up sweeping the Yankees at home. Then they had the Pirates and the Tigers. And so they're feeling good. They're within striking distance. So they've decided to pull them off the trade market, and they're going to go try to win with Otani and then try to sign them. Anybody that's looked at the Angels' schedule, they will see between now and August 26th, they have the hardest schedule of any team in baseball. And by the time you get to August 26, they're going to be 10 games out. And they're going to regret not trading Otani. If they traded Otani, they would get back the biggest return we've ever seen for a rental player in the history of baseball. Because if someone's trading for them, imagine if Lucas Giolito gets two of your top five prospects. What does Otani get? I mean, Brett, Pedro Martinez said it best during the All-Star game. He said trading for Otani is like trading for Pedro Martinez and Albert Pujols. You're getting an ace and a middle-of-the-order impact bat, a unicorn, the best player in the history of baseball. The Angels would have got six to eight top five caliber prospects. That organization would have been rebuilt in one trade for the future. They have a very weak farm system. They don't have a lot to trade at the major league level. They've got a lot of bad contracts on the books, including Anthony Rendon. And here was a pathway to build for the future. This was their opportunity. Now what's going to happen? They don't make the playoffs. Otani gets the free agency. Someone's going to offer him $550 to $600 million. He's going to leave the Angels. They're going to get a singular draft pick at the end of the first round, and they're going to wish they had traded him. That's my take. I think I, I think there's definitely some, some credibility to that. I, I look at this team. I look at how the the American league is set up and you're right for me watching that angel ball club that recently they played better. I think they've won six or seven, um, but they're coming into the tough part of the dog days of summer. And I just look up and down that, that roster and, and you're right. I look at the other teams in fighting for those playoff spots. There's 12 spots. There's six spots in each league. Now, most we've ever seen before. It still doesn't make it easy and a shoe in for the angels. It's almost like Artie Marito and, and 
who knows who's I, I I don't know I don't I don't know the intricacies of the angels and how they actually work but it's almost like they said we've got to prove to show hey we're going for it maybe posture ourselves giving us the best chance to re-sign him what do you think of the possibility let's let's take the trade deadline out of it and my point was this when everybody's talking about show hey, oh he's going to leave he's going to leave he's going to leave if all the money's the same. And we as players, I know I went through a career. I went through the beginning when I'm trying to establish myself, the middle part of my career, the end of my career. You get to a point where, okay, I'm established. I've done this. I've done that. But, man, it's time to win now. I get that as a player. But should we just dismiss the Anaheim Angels because he's to the point where, oh, are we going to win or not? People forget that when he was coming to America, he angels wasn't his only choice. He had a lot of choices. He had the pick of the litter. He could have probably gone pretty much anywhere he wants. He chose Anaheim for a reason. So to dismiss them in the free agent pool as, oh, he's leaving Anaheim. Is that premature or is that something he's at a point now where he wants to go to a proven winner that's going to try to win every year? Yeah, I'm not going to dismiss Anaheim. I would never dismiss any team. All it takes is one owner to put a ridiculous offer in front of a player and he may change his mind. But he's represented by CAA and Nesbolello. And Shohei Otani has told his agents he wants to win. That's the most important. He knows he's going to get paid no matter where he goes. He wants to win. The other thing that we know about him, he likes the West Coast. Okay? He prefers the West Coast over New York because I know there's a lot of people trying to put him with the Yankees or the Mets. Do you know where he spent two of his off seasons? You do know because it's your former team, Seattle. He loves Seattle. The Los Angeles Dodgers are under the luxury tax. They've been very careful what they spent. They let Trey Turner walk away because they've been targeting Shohei Otani. So you ask me, if you're Shohei Otani and his agent, and by the way, his agent, Nesbolo, has a house up, up near Dodger Stadium as well as Orange County. He's got two homes, all right? And, and they like having their clients nearby. But if you're Otani, you have a choice between the Dodgers or Angels. Which organization will give him a better chance to win over the next five years? You and I both know the answer. It's yep. the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, if I were trying to re-sign Otani, this is what I would have done. I would have traded Otani, and I would have told Shohei, I'm trading you because it's going to give me a better chance to sign you because if I get yeah. six to eight players for you and my organization is better, I can show you the path to winning, and then I'll sign you in November. And I think if you had been transparent with him, I think he would have bought into that. That would have, A, allowed him to get to the playoffs this year. Number two, remember what you did for him, and then you would show how you're going to get better because if you don't make the playoffs – and this script plays out like I do, because I personally think both Houston and Texas are better than the Angels, and I can argue the Mariners are too. And I think all of the American League East teams, quite frankly, are better than the Angels as well. So I don't see the pathway for them getting into the playoffs, even with expanded playoffs. So I just think this is a huge decision gone wrong. And for Otani, look, San Francisco is going to play on them. Seattle is going to play on them. The Dodgers, maybe even the Padres. It's going to be fun to watch what happens in free agency. But for the Angels, you just traded two of your top five prospects for a starting pitcher that's got an ERA of 3.7? Two of your top five prospects? So now what's left in your farm system? Hmm. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jimmy, I think that I think that's a great point that not too many people have thought about. You're right. I mean, what if we're completely transparent? What if, what if we go on Jim Bowden's boat and have a nice talk after a ball game? No, th- exactly. I think it's you sit down, ownership, general manager, manager, Phil Nevins there, whatever it may be, and you come over this plan and say, here's what we're going to do, Shohei. We're going to give you an opportunity to play. We want to prove to you how much we want to build a winner here year in and year out. We know you love the area. We know you love living. You know, he's right there by Newport Beach. It's a great place to hit. Obviously, he likes hitting there. He likes mound there, which sometimes they don't put into the equation when when a player, when all the monies are equal. Uh, we start thinking about where do we hit good? Where do we see the ball good? Where where, where do we want to raise our kids? All these things are positives for for the uh, for the LA Angels, but to to put it that way to them and say we're going to trade you, we're going to build this system up, we're going to start going for it year in and year out. Believe me, we want to have you show. He might think, wow, that's a good that's a pretty good plan. I can go have a playoff run, you know, get my first taste of postseason play, and then. I like my chances coming back here to, to to Anaheim to play for the Angels. I haven't thought about that, but that I think that's a great way to go about it. As a player, I know I would really appreciate the complete transparency. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you and I went through it. I mean, you got to just be honest and upfront and, you know, deal with the truth. And I think players respect that, understand that, and it's easier for them to work through their decisions when an organization is upfront with them. Uh, the interesting point you brought up with the Seattle Mariners. Obviously, Ichiro Mania started when I came back there in, in 2001. I, I lived through that. I saw how crazy city of Seattle went for, for a, a player like Ichiro. Now, Ichiro is kind of the first position player that really broke through, became a star, going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, does a guy like Shohei, he probably grew up watching Ichiro. Ichiro is the biggest thing. In Japan, maybe with Sadahara O and Ichiro being the two. Now you've got a third to deal with. I, I, I'm not discounting you, Darvish. He's had an unbelievable career. Hideo Nomo, who kind of blazed the trail. But let's be honest, Shohei, you opened the segment with saying probably the greatest player of all time. What he's doing on both sides, uh, I can't disagree with you. It's it's phenomenal. Um, but we were we were both at the All-Star game here recently. And and it was a long five days. We were texting back. We didn't get a chance to 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 catch up. But I remember at the end, we went out and and the final, the All Star game was about to start. Uh, our 2001 team got recognized before the game. I was down there with my buddies. I find I got up to the suite and I'm having some dinner. It's the beginning of the game. It's already started. I'm exhausted, and I get thrown out of my seat by that chant in Seattle, chanting for Shohei. And I got up and walked out and said, oh, my goodness, this is unbelievable. I wonder how much that's playing on him. The Ichiro factor, the fact that you said he's lived there two off seasons now, the city of Seattle would embrace him like no other. But once again, they got a little problem, too. 
like the Angels, they haven't exactly been the model for winning up there in Seattle. So w- what do you think those chances are? I think Otani changes that by himself. The one thing Jerry DePoto, the GM of the Mariners, has done, he's built a very strong young rotation that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about Logan Gilbert and George Kirby and Bryce Miller and, and Wu to go along with Louis Castillo, that's a strong five-man rotation. Jerry always puts together good bullpens. The only problem with the Mariners team is they can't score runs. They don't have a good offense. They don't get on base. They don't create traffic. They have power, but they don't have enough traffic. But can you imagine Otani and J-Rod and Julio Rodriguez in the, in the two, three spots of that lineup for the next seven years, eight years, what 10 years, whatever it's going to be? Uh, pretty easy to build a lineup around those two guys. Um, and if I'm Otani and I'm trying to compare the Mariners to the Angels, it's a no-brainer where I want to go. Um, Otani's a difference maker. He and J-Rod next to each other it would be so fun to watch. Great personalities. He loves the city. And remember this, Seattle put up the money for Robinson Cano. I mean, they, they broke records with that contract. The money's there. And they purposely were quiet this past offseason. They are planning at this trade deadline, a little buying, a little selling, but, but they're saving their money like the Dodgers because they see the pathway for Otani. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The two front runners to land Otani are the Dodgers and the Mariners. It's really interesting, the Mariners coming in. And I can't help to say, as a player, uh, everybody loves Shohei Otani right now, of course. He knows that. He, he hears it every city he goes to. But at an All-Star game, the biggest stage, getting that type of an overwhelming reception plays on your emotions as a player. Sure. It's like, well, I, you know, I'm considering Seattle Shohei Otane. Oh my gosh. Now that gives you goosebumps. Like, wow, I was considering it. I'm considering a little more right now. The love that I'm being shown here in Seattle. It was, it was really kind of a moving, moving tribute. I mean, I didn't, I don't get out of my seat for anything. I was eating a hot dog because I always have hot dogs at, at a ball game and I don't go to too many ball games. But uh, it was it was pretty special. It's going to be interesting to see uh, where that path leads. And by the way, uh, the zero percent on six hundred million, which is the which is the state tax in Seattle, don't discount that. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money when you're talking thirteen to zero over six hundred million. And for the people that say, "Oh, well, six hundred million, who cares?" That's a lot of money. That's a lot of zeros. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.